forward. So welcome to Jupiter's Palace. So fun fact, this is actually, uh, how do you say, like a reprise? No, not, not a, a reprise. A redo. A redo. Yeah, there you go. A redo. I, I, I was trying to think of a more fancier word for <laughs> redo. But yeah. this is a redo of a podcast that I had already recorded, but my microphone was not working. Let me actually double check, make sure. Yep. Okay. So microphone is working this time. It's plugged in. Um, I sounded like a fucking robot, literally like <laughs> R2-D2 type shit. I was like, you, you couldn't even understand what I was saying at some points. But technical difficulties. Technical difficulties, yes. But we have the lovely July Leon here with us. He is a spiritual advisor, spiritual mentor, a um, studying to be a certified licensed spiritual person or like I don't even know you introduce yourself in your <laughs> titles yeah so um I'm an educator social worker um theologian um I like that word spiritual advisor um so I'm guessing spirit is naming me you know what I'm <laughs> giving me another another term um but yeah that's basically I'm a I'm an educator spiritual um advisor and theologian, social worker. Um, my mission is to uh, help queer folks um, access their spiritualities, reconcile their queerness with their spirituality, um, and bring direction and guidance to people. Um, so yeah, that's me. Wow. Love it, yes. And July is a longtime friend. And we met back in, uh, we already did this once and I already <laughs> forgot. <laughs> it was the self-titled one. Was it that one that, no. Yes. Self, yes. Yeah, self-titled. Yep. Self-titled. Okay, so yeah. So I was already years into the business <laughs> of <laughs> NCCJ. And right. July was a lovely little delegate. Was it delegate or staff? I was your delegate first. I was in your, yes. uh, we were in the mail cabin first together. Yes. And then, and then shit happened. So, um, yes, yes. and then we grew up together. And then we, I, you were my, I was a counselor. Then you were my advisor, I think, or, or no, the um, senior counselor. Senior AIT. counselor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a little backstory. We've known each other for a couple years now. That was back in 2016, I think, was self titled or 2015. Yeah. Yeah, before Trump fucked everything up. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I remember. <laughs> That's what I remember. 2016, yeah. 2016, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then Trump came to office and just fucked everything up. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about him. <laughs> he who must not be named, we're not here to talk yeah. about. Love Voldemort. <laughs> We are here to talk about spiritual awakenings, um, basically what are, I guess you could say like symptoms or just like signs of spiritual awakening, mm -hmm. our experiences within our awakenings, um, and then let's, we're just going to see where, where spirit takes us and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to start with like, what is an awakening? Um, and I would say for me, an awakening is just a, 
a chance or an opportunity that life gives you to just open your mind up more, open your eyes and be able to just kind of like realize things and have a new perspective towards life. Um, and it just being a very kind of intense, overwhelming experience, but always worthwhile, always beneficial. Um, and it's always kind of like a before and after moment. Mm-hmm. Like there's a before the awakening and the after awakening or before this event and after the event. Um, yeah. It's like a very life-changing turning point moment. Um, yeah. what, would, what about you? I, what came up for me was, you know, I, I symbolize awakening as the fool card, um, as that curiosity, right? It's almost like returning back to your child self um when you were sensitive to your intuition sensitive to um your path right and to your truth um and in connection with the higher self and the higher power um and whatever shape color that looks like for you um and yes i agree with you there's a before uh during and after um but it's also a a journey right i think awakenings are constantly happening um it's not like I get to that point, into that space, and I'm done. It's it's the beginning, right? Yes. And um, this, yeah, it's a continual awakening of of the self, a continual awakening of um, the God, the Goddess in our lives, and um, being curious and 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 healing and growing and um, calling by name those things that um, were there, but now we have like like we call it an awakening. Um, to receive it yes yes and like you said it's like an a journey it's always happening like i have like probably five different awakenings (laughs) that i can think of right right. of just like moments where i just realized my potential or just realized the journey that i was meant to be on and um that journey of like acceptance and compassion and those overwhelming weird feelings the grievances of like basically dying mm. old versions of you and such it's a yeah. it's powerful yeah it's it's not a light thing it's not something yes. that people can really just kind of like happen and i feel like with um and it might just be like me always scrolling on tiktok and just realizing these things but especially tiktok spirituality and just mm-hmm. like people talking about awakenings it's very sugar-coated very kind of like glamorized and you know having this awakening just makes you more like witchy and spiritual and right no it's it's very superficial very commercialized um sadly i think that our traditions our um origins and i mean historically you see that there's moments there's there's um there's uh heightened moments in, in in our in our in our history where you know the occult uh, mysticism spirituality um and in various forms and, and and traditions um you know are are i hate saying that we're popular um but i agree it's very commercialized it's very superficial it's very cookie cutter um and it ignores all these other things that are that are important that we don't talk about. Um, and that goes back, that can go into also colo, 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 colonizing our spiritualities, right? In our, in our 
um, traditions. Um, that's a whole conversation, other conversation, but um, I agree with you. I do. I actually have another podcast about decolonization and spirituality. So if you're listening and you haven't listened to that one, go check it out. But yeah, the it's just a literally what you said, it's just a colonized version of what spirituality and awakenings and shadow work and inner child work and all that, you know, nitty gritty, dark, deep, you know, transformative work transformational work that isn't like really publicized or isn't put yeah. out there for people to really understand but yeah that's what we're here to do so <laughs> uh i'll let you tell your story first what was your first awakening or what was your most Im- profound awakening you i'll let you decide which story you'd like to tell yeah thank you um Thank you for the space as well. I appreciate you. Um, yes. I think, long story short, I think for me, my first awakening was definitely um, in organized religion. I grew up in a um, conservative Christian household, um, very charismatic, you know, tongue speaking, um, gifts of the spirit, uh, uh, conservative space and, and, and Christianity as a whole. Um, and I remember my first encounter with the divine, I was really young. And at that time I was a, uh, I was part of the, of the church um, worship team. Um, and one of the ways in which I would express myself and pray and connect with the divine was through dance. And I remember that at that age I would dance and I would be free and and queer and just like free in that moment um and I felt this heavy like what I would call the Shekinah rather the Shekinah the feminine presence of like comfort and embrace and um I would say I was in a in a state of ecstasy right like I was not I was here but I was not here it's almost like that like when you're high you know what I'm saying <laughs> and you're in that space um so I think that was my first encounter with divinity and having the awakening to longing to know more about myself, longing to know more about spirit, but also making sense of it too, mm-hmm. uh, with the tools and the theology that I had at that moment. Um, so I would say that was my first encounter, <coughs> excuse me, my first um, awakening, I would say. Nice. Yeah, I feel you. And I've talked about it a ton of times on this podcast now where like I started off with like going to church. But since my family is from Puerto Rico, everything was in Spanish and I didn't really understand what was going on. And so really um, kind of a similar experience. And also, I love that you were um connected dance to uh, a way of uh, connecting spiritually because I love dance like my dream job was to be a, like a choreographer for concerts and stuff like that so dance has always been like a really magical powerful tool of spiritual connection so I love and it is and it said. is right it is yes. because it's, a, it's you're tapping to vibrations right and it's using your body as a temple, as a vehicle itself. We become yes. an altar, right? So I agree. 
I agree. I love it. Oh, I love that. We become an altar. Who is calling me from Indiana? Hello? Okay. They said nothing. There was nothing. Literally radio (laughs) silence. Oh, wow. So, bye. Whatever. From Indiana. That's so fucking weird. Or Idaho. (laughs) What's ID? What's the state from ID? Indiana? Is it Indiana? Okay. What's yeah. Idaho? Now I, I want to know. know what Idaho is. <laughs> I was forgetting the geographies. It's okay. I used to be so good at geography. Hold on. Now I need to look. I'm sorry, guys. We're getting a little distracted. Just the guys? No. No, ID is Idaho. So what's Indiana? Isn't it I-L? Or I-N? Something, you know? I-N, yep. Indiana's I-N, Illinois I-L, Iowa is I-A, <laughs> and then Idaho's I-D. I got it wrong. <laughs> so, And those are all the states that start with I. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> oh, God. Well, yeah, getting back into spiritual awakenings dance has always been a very powerful tool that I've always used subconsciously like before I even knew what this world was to become Mm -hmm. um so now really thinking about it I'm wondering if like I must have had like I probably just don't remember right now but I must have had like a, a spiritual awakening way before when I would like do my dance and like put on my show and my concerts and and all that fun stuff. Mm. So now I really need to do some shadow work, try to get back to that time. But my first spiritual awakening that I can like think of Mm. um, that was very just profound and life-changing actually came later. Mm. Um, So like I, and I, I was, spoken about on the podcast before I like had this kind of very divine moment um conversation with God while I was at church Mm -hmm. and I basically like made this agreement was like as long as we're still in connection like I don't have to come here right Mm -hmm. um and he said cool yeah yeah like go right ahead he she they whoever yes and so yeah and so I said bet so I just stopped going to church and it just wasn't a thing and my parents were luckily very kind of laissez-faire with me very um understood that my Aquarius nature was going to come out and I was just going to do what I want anyways Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. my first actual awakening I would say was after my first Anytown at NCCJ yeah um and so for those who don't know NCCJ is a nonprofit organization that educates young adults, adults, um, and middle schoolers too, kids, about social justice. So racism, sexism, Mm -hmm. homophobia, all that good stuff. And um, they host this week-long summer camp where you are basically with a bunch of strangers, also like in high school, so it's usually geared towards high school students. You go with like a bunch of strangers or groups from your school, and you're just 
basically workshop after workshop after activity after challenge after journal prompt after dialogue group just talking about the real life situations and the real life oppressions that are put on um ourselves like before we're even born so I had no idea about any of that shit like I didn't like I was really you know ignorant ignorant is bliss I was just very ignorant I'm white passing so and I'm male so like it was just kind of like okay and I was very you know privileged and able to just kind of like see above all the oppressions but going to any town and really learning the the history of the the torture the genocide the just constant restricting and putting chains on you know people of color women queer people mm-hmm. people of other religions disabilities and so when i came back from that camp i was just literally a new person mm. like literally was like so much more aware of all of these systems, um, more aware of myself and how I use my privilege and how I use my voice and, you know, my power and such. You helping other people kind of awaken and like letting them know, like, this is a really cool fucking camp. Like, it's like life changing. And I used to always sell it like they sold it to me because I didn't know anything about any town. Yeah. All I knew about any town was that it was life changing and you're going to make lifelong friends. And I said, cool. It's a cool story, bro. Like life changing, lifelong friends. Like I'm into that shit. Like, let's do it. Yeah. And I, I thought it was just like a, a, just a quick little like, summer camp that we just like do some really cool bonding activities. And that's why we create such like a lifelong friendship. But no, it's like going through this awakening together as a group um and having these daily rituals basically yeah. of singing dancing communing educating discussing um learning and just sharing space with each other and it's just so yeah. magical yeah um, and that was just my awakening like I came back and I was a new person I was a social justice warrior yes you know, started, you know, educating myself on everything that was going on and am now, you know, really dedicated to making my work and my business as um, underdog focused as possible, as, you know, this is a safe space for anyone and everyone, especially those who have not had safe spaces historically. So, yeah. It's interesting because what when you were sharing a couple of things came up for me. Um, the it's almost like you you made the prayer when you were young, right? And then the universe that later prepared path for you to do that, right? To experience that, and you highlighted a couple of things that were that are important in in the awakening process. Um, you talked about the importance of history, right? The importance yeah. of of education, right? And the liberation that comes from that. And then the importance of ritual and community to be, because I think awakening happens, yes, within, within the individual, but also collectively, right? And when we have those three things together, right? Those three powers, right? Those three forces, and we tap into that. Like you said, spirituality is not just this woohoo, beautiful, um, colorful um, thing 
but it's also it's truly transformational right there's there's breaking and molding and it's painful and it's scary right but it brings you to your to your authentic self it liberates you and it brings healing to you and i think that's the beauty of what you experience right in that in that space right in that where you are able to be your authentic self also confront the things that were that the systems right confront the ideologies confront the things that that truly diminish the light within each and every one of us right and every human um and the ills of society right um so yeah that's what that's what came up but what are your what are your thoughts on that, that. i love that i lo- like seeing that journey progress especially afterwards I always learn something new looking back and I love that perspective that you put on it that, you know, basically I was living this life of like ignorance to prepare me for this profound moment of just six days of just transformation and like deeply going into my psyche, into the subconscious, into like history and everything going on and just learning about it so i am forever grateful for nccj and all that they've done and do and if you're have high school siblings cousins or anything let them know they're based in connecticut but um they do go to western massachusetts and i'm sure there's other organizations that do similar things all over the country so check it out i highly recommend but um, no promo no promo (laughs) <laughs> no problem. NCCJ, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for my check. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, spiritual awakenings are a very difficult time to get through. Yeah. Like they, like we've been saying, they are not, you know, fancy and not, you know, glamorous and not these amazing moments where we're just like so in tune with the divine and like having so much faith like spiritual awakenings I feel like are when your faith is the most tested yeah where you're literally thrown fireball after tornado after eruption after cyclone after whatever Mm -hmm. to to see if you like you really do trust the divine if you do trust your spirit team if you do believe in what you are you know claiming to believe yeah Uh, and a lot of people don't talk about that. I don't, I don't know why though. Do you yeah. have an idea of why you think? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Um, again, I think about it, it, it starts as the fool card, right? Yeah. And then it goes into death <laughs> and the tower. And then it goes into like the sun, right? Like there's there's a transformation in the world, right? Um can you repeat the question? I'm sorry. Why do you think people hide away from the side of spirituality and awakenings? Because it's scary. <laughs> it's scary, right? We don't, we were like, okay, we're at first we're like, yes, we're ready, right? We receive it. We're ready for this. But then once we're there, we want to run away, right? Um, yes. You know, we we don't want to confront those dark, those dark spaces, dark things we need to deal with. Um, and because we, we don't want, <laughs> and because we don't want to deal with them, you know, it's, it's a human nature. We don't want to deal with it. We don't, it's vulnerable, right? It's icky, it's sticky, it's, it hurts, especially when it's coming from a wounded child, right? Um, 
we all have wounded childs now inside of us, uh, the inner the inner child. Um, and but I think once we take one step, at least one small step, it's trans it's transformative. Like if if it wasn't for those moments and those awakenings, I wouldn't be where I'm I'm at. Right? I wouldn't be able to tap into the resources, the spiritual resources that I needed to be to be to be where I'm at, right? Um, to tap into the community and become my best self, essentially. Yes, I agree, I agree. And it's scary, yes. It can be scary, it can be very daunting, very overwhelming, but I think that's where really tapping into your faith and really finding what works for you or what um, religion, what tools, what um, systems work for you, what beliefs work for you, because there are a ton, a million different types of religion. Like you just have to really go out there and figure out and do the trial and error if that's what, you know, is going to work out for you. But yeah, once you decide and really, you know, make that decision and that dedication to a spiritual journey and like a spiritual practice and yeah. all that you, good stuff. Do you know, uh, Kenny, what, what, the way that I see it is that pre-awakening, I think we were wearing a mask we were in a space of not being authentic not being the true self and when we had those awakenings we we are tapping we're returning back to the true self right we're returning back to that state of being of being a child right and when we tap into that space we we become who we're, we were supposed to be and i see it as the divine preparing the foundation and saying to this house that we thought was our house and literally knocking down the house and saying, no, this is not where you're, who you're supposed to be. This is not where you're supposed to be, right? And then when we dig and when we clean the ruins and when we prepare that space, that's when the true growth happens, right? That's when, the, when we begin to flourish. And like you said, um, I left the church, right? Um, I, I left Christianity. Um, I left Christianity and, you know, that's where I was able to actually, through questioning and breakthrough and, and doubting, I was able to actually find myself and find my spirituality, find my path, find my community, find my, my beloved one, find love and freedom, essentially. Yes, I agree. And like being more spiritual in whatever sense and how that looks like, I feel like we should get into that too. Um, but being spiritual and like going on this path doesn't make you more or less than anybody or more or less than a person either. It's just another kind of like factor and another kind of side journey and like the video game of life. And just like, it just helps you be more, um, grateful, helps you be more mindful, and just helps it, helps make the journey a bit more easier, I feel like. Yeah, I think that, you know, there's no superiority complex in spirituality. There's no better than, we're all one. Um, a rabbi once told me um, that, you know, our spirituality, it, it's like, a our source is like a rainbow, right? It's like a rainbow. We all see the rainbow. 
but the stripes and the rainbow, the water that comes down, we, when the water comes down, we see the rainbow, our different traditions, our spiritual practices, our different practices are like the, 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 the colors, the diverse, diverse colors, um, but we're all getting to that one source. Um, and I think that's another thing that comes out of colonizing, um, spirituality colonizing religion is that it, it, it builds that superiority complex. Um, and it's not complicated. Spirituality is simply the act of being um, aware, right? Of being present. Uh, if you bring it down to that simple terminology, like the simple definition, right? Like you were, like you were saying at the beginning, your definition, like is literally just the basic understanding, the basic awareness of who you are, and and living out of compassion and love. That's that's literally the the main tenets of many traditions of many religions. Um, spiritual paths right it's like that's that's it that's the point it's love right it's freedom it's healing um it's love for your neighbor it's um it's that simple you know and another thing i feel like is important about spirituality is that it's also understanding that everything is energy and we're all energy and it's all about just like really tapping into the frequency or tapping into that like level of love and compassion and solidarity and wholeness so that you can really you know have those profound moments where you're seeing God or however it is that it comes up for you but um, it's really just about living at a level or living at a certain frequency that you're able to just tap into everything that's going on and everything around you. Um, and so spirituality can be, like we've said, a lot of different things. It could be, you know, very strict religion with Christianity and um, Islam and Judaism, or it could be very kind of open and free willing, like just being spiritual, because that's a thing. It's okay to just be spiritual. Or if you're into witchcraft, that's very, you know, open, Wiccan, which is very, a little bit more strict, but way more open to. Um, but it can look like a ton of different things. And it looks differently for everyone. So if you're struggling to find a certain religion or a certain practice or a certain sense of spirituality or a label if you're really into labels and you're looking for that one um don't give up one there's definitely one out there for you there's one that you could even create if you're really into it um and understanding that spirituality is always complex and it's always evolving so yes you may say um and i'm like very open i don't know about you about it but like if you were to be, let's say, Christian during a period of your time and then you realize it's not for you and you try to test out Judaism and then you test out Islam and then you test out Buddhism and then you test out witchcraft and then you test out blah, 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 and then you realize that's what works, that's okay to go through all these different versions of yourself to test out trial and error, all these different religions, because they all are similar, but they are different things and different stories and different practices, different tools that may connect and just kind of like do something to you. Yes. That is just like indescribable. Like I can't explain to you what that something is going to be, but. Right. Spirituality and, and our traditions, they are an attempt and they're an explanation 
and a tough explanation and experience to be able to figure out who God spirit is, right? Again, it's a rainbow. There's so much options out there for you. And that makes sense because we all have a unique experience and relationship with, with spirit and spirit reveals themselves in different ways and different, you know, they're, they're endless, expansive, like the universe, right? Um, and yeah, it's okay to evolve, right? I remember I grew up Christian. I left the church. I no longer identify Christian, but I'm really into Judaism, right? And really into um, the mystical side of Judaism, Judaism as well that incorporate, incorporates a lot of, you know, astrology and, and um, earth spiritualities, right? And practices. Um, but also, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. I, I know that my ancestors, my African ancestors, my Taino ancestors, they are also hold a lot of indigenous power, indigenous uh, uh, practices that were stolen and that I don't have access to, sadly, but I'm really connected to the earth. I'm really connected to the, to, um, to all these different, uh, different uh, ways and rituals of being and existing. And it's, it's uh, powerful to create your own as well, right? Like you said, it's okay if you want to create your own path. Because it's your relationship with God. Everything else is just, it's just a, a path that someone else took that works for some. And then if that doesn't work for you, that's fine too. There's no wrong or right, wrong or right way of being and doing um, connection with spirit and spiritualities. Yes. And that's especially why I um, love and like really jive with witchcraft and being a Wiccan and um, because it's very open very just you do what you want to do as long as you're not harming anyone like that's literally the Wiccan like rule like so when thinking about spirituality and thinking about at least for me witchcraft I just love that I was able to make my own rituals or make my own um connections with herbs and crystals and like just trusting my intuition and um yes I did try you know reading all the books and of course learning the history of witchcraft is always important or learning the history of any religion when you're starting out in something but um the real potent magic comes from that personal power and the personal touches and the customizations that you put into your spirituality and into your religion so if if you're like really into the the strict schedules and such like that but something just doesn't vibe well switch it up because then that's just making it more personal and more potent and i feel like you'll definitely feel that difference and doing something that's very structured versus doing something that you created yeah it, it is beautiful you say that because even in my end like judaism is really ritual based believe it or not Right, there is belief. You don't have to believe in God to be Jewish, right? Um, you know, you, you don't. You don't have to have belief per se. Um, we can question and doubt. Um, and there's different ways of being Jewish, right? There's not the wrong or right way. I mean, in, in some circles and more conservative Orthodox spaces, yeah. But um, Judaism is really ritual based. It's very life cycle based. Everything that I do, everything that I um, every holiday, every, um, just everything that surrounds my life from the moment I wake up to the moment I fall asleep, it has ritual, right? Like the moment that I wake up and I say a um, morning prayer, Modeani, they say thanks to the universe, thanks to the creator, right? I wash my hands, right, as a sign that I'm preparing for the service of the creator. I'm cleansing, right, to, to pray, to get to that sacred space of meditation and prayer, 
excuse me. So it's interesting, right? Like we we have we we have come to different paths, right? But we have the core, which is connection and community. And like you said, fucking it up, creating your own shit, right? So <laughs> it's it's beautiful. And that and that's I think that's what's the the purpose of it all. It's to give you meaning, give you sense of, of who you are and, and, and as the self, but also in the larger societal realm. Like, who are we, right? What's our, com- our communities? You know, what's our purpose? Um, and bringing us closer to, to God, bringing us closer to spirit. Yes. I love it. Um, I don't even know, like, where else to go. I don't know if you have other questions that you want to ask. I'm, like, drawing a blank now. But... It's the it's the afternoon like energy drop, you know what I'm saying? I feel you, yes. Where are you on top of my phone, Chad? So I have a question for you then, Kenny. Um, if you can give your younger self a piece of advice when it came to your spiritual path and your awakening, what mm. would you tell them? Uh, I would tell them don't be so overwhelmed, just get into it because. I remember so distinctly when I was in like, I was either 10 or 11, I don't even remember. Um, And I was looking up like astrology, what being Aquarius was. And like, um, I I found Cafe Astrology, the famous um, beginner astrology website. And I saw my birth chart and I was like looking at it and I just got so overwhelmed because I had no idea what I was looking at. I was like, what is this weird circle thing with all these weird symbols and like all this like different lines and all this shit. And I was just like, I literally, I remember I looked at it and was like, yeah, fuck that shit. And just (laughs) X'd it out. And like, that was it. I just never got into astrology until college. Um, And it was due to astrology and tarot, which is what led me to the spirituality and the practices and rituals that I do now so I know that that was like definitely like divine letting me know like hey like let's do this like you can do this and like really develop a a growing up with the spirituality and growing up with this um sense of knowing and being in touch with the divine and just like I know for a fact that I would be such a more powerful witch and such a more powerful, confident person if I had just like, you know, kind of calmed myself down and said, okay, let's just start from the beginning and let's learn this. Because I'm always thinking now, like, fuck, like I would have definitely high school, college, middle school, like things would have been a way better experience if I was just aware of these things that were going on. Um, or at least that's just how I think. There could be like a very different way of how my life could have ended or been with astrology in it. But I am still grateful that I did finally, you know, get rid of the overwhelming feeling of like, this is impossible to learn. There's no way I can get into this. And look at me now. I have an astrology business that has been brewing underneath for literally years now Mm -hmm. and been wanting to flourish. So that'd be my advice. Just like, do it, just do it. Calm yourself down. Don't be overwhelmed and just do it. Yeah. Um, What about you? Wow. There's a lot of things I I, I could say from what you just said. Um, 
I think the things that you highlighted was judgment, right? Self-judgment yes. and like self-critic, the self-critic and the perfectionist, right? And the, mm. the um, it's okay. Like have fun with it. You know, I, I agree with you. Have fun with it. Don't put yourself in the box, right? We already come yes. from boxes and systems. Like you don't, don't, don't set yourself expectations, right? Start, start, start small, get a book. Don't get five books, right? Start somewhere. And <laughs> because I'm the same way, I will literally get a whole library. I'll get the whole section. <laughs> and then like two chapters and then I like have like 10 books that I just wasted like a hundred something dollars um, on. Oh my God, um, and it's still waiting for me to read. Um, but yeah, start small, have fun. Um, because if you feel anxiety and you feel stressed and you feel worry and you feel all these things, it's a sign that like, listen, chill, relax. Like, yes. it's, okay. it's okay like we again and it goes back to you know we we have this perception of how spirituality needs to be like right or has to be like or has to feel mm-hmm. it's like no it's your journey and you know me and my buddy are on the same path but our journeys are so different and it's okay right like that's their journey that's where they're at that's their that's where spirit is taking them, but spirit is taking me somewhere else. And that's okay too. And it's, yeah, just have fun. If, if you feel anything else, anything negative, reevaluate and adjust because it's not, it's not the purpose of it. It should bring you joy and happiness and comfort. Yes. 100% agree. Especially about um, like starting slow. Don't get the five books. Don't think you need to buy every single crystal yeah. or all the tarot decks and like, um, or whatever it is. Like, I don't know about Judaism. Like, you don't need to get the, the Star of David yet. You don't need to have a nice, amazing menorah for Hanukkah just yet. Like, start slow. Really, you know, ha- like you said, have fun with it. Like, just try a little bit of everything. See what really works for you. See what you like. Right. Um, and I really agree with like, if you're feeling anxious or stressed or just like super, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, am I doing this wrong? Blah, blah, blah. Like one, take a deep breath. Like there's no way you can do spirituality wrong. Yeah. There's no way you can communicate with the divine in a wrong way. Right. Um, but definitely just have patience with yourself. Understand that this is a lifelong journey, that yeah. this is, not something that's just like you read a book and all of a sudden you're spiritual like this is a dedication and yes and a learning process and you have to trust the process yeah you just have to and making mistakes and and asking questions and finding a mentor i think another thing i would say find a mentor find a friend rather it's like lying uh uh that is open-minded right that might not be in your path but like who you can talk to, who will understand, who gets you, who understands you, who can answer your questions. Like, I remember, um, do you remember Christina? Oh, wait, Christina, you know Christina. Yes, of uh, course. DJ. Um, she's very helpful, right? And like connecting with her and hearing her story, her journey. Like, I felt a connection instantly to her um, because she's amazing, number one. Um, she's a people person, but thirdly, because of her story. And I would, 
ask her questions and text her and connect with her. And it's an interesting spirit. You know, she um, actually moved to Connecticut um, at, at the same time that I was beginning my, uh, my journey towards Judaism. And yeah, find a mentor and, and, and find a community if you can. I mean, nowadays it's hard because, you know, we don't know when they were virtual or not, but if you're able, find a community of like-minded people who will encourage you and empower you and answer questions. And, um, cause it can be lonely, true, like truly it can be a lonely yes. journey, but, um, but if you're able, find a mentor and, um, remember spirituality is a tool to return to yourself, to get to know yourself and know the divine, really simple. And um, that's the purpose. That's the point. It's making yourself, making this world world a better place, transforming the inside so you can transform the outside, transform and make this world a better place. And also just making it easier to live. (laughs) At least like that's one of the driving factors or at least something that I've noticed for a lot of people is like they turn to spirituality when they feel like they have nowhere else to turn to yeah and I feel like that's the best that's like the best person and the best place to turn to because there's infinite amount of love and magic and energy to give so that you can feel that this life is one worth living that it's easy to live through and that you know you are divinely protected and guided and like everything you're doing is you know purposeful and it's for a thing um because I know like the existential crisis that can happen especially when you're like 23 the 12th house perfection year and just trying to like deal with the idea that like we are literally these tiny specks in this giant world in this giant solar system in this huge galaxy like how the fuck does anything matter what the fuck are we doing here why does capitalism exist like everything is fake but right right spirituality you, just helps are yeah. you reading me is that what you're doing right now no that is um, just the universal experience you're not yeah. alone <laughs> no i'm at 23 turning 24 in a few months so but i hear you i hear you and i think it's human nature it's who we are it's the, the natural desire to know and to be known to be seen to be loved and to be our divine selves in this world and to um, have meaning. I think that's what we all long for, meaning and purpose. Um, And it's beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. Yes, it's not easy, it's messy, but it's also beautiful. There's joy in the the process. There's there's healing, there's um, liberation, there's uh, growth. and there's yeah, it's, it's where we're. That's where we were supposed to be. That's where we were. We were meant to be all along, before this society and where and world fucked it up. So literally, and that question of like, what is the meaning of life and all that? Those existential crises that people have. <laughs> I feel like the main reason why there's not one definitive answer, like an easy process to get to the answer is because it's different for everyone yes everyone's gonna have a different meaning a different like motivation a different desire so we can't just put this like this is the meaning of life because like it's going to be completely different for different identities and different um life process and different life events that occurred so yeah 
pay like just stay focused on finding your meaning of life not the meaning of life because I know yeah. that definitely could have helped me like save some time yeah <laughs> yeah but find your meaning you don't have to be like others you don't have to be like this person you don't have to marry exactly like that again like that's their journey like yeah. of course and that's why it doesn't feel authentic doesn't feel right because it's not your journey it's because you're out of place like when you when it's not authentic it doesn't feel right get out of there move around dance a little bit and then eventually you're like okay i'm good now right like i don't know about you but i feel like every long time i strive just to like conform and try to lay up to expectations and be something i wasn't in different ways but when I immediately let go of those expectations and those and those um, ideas of who I, I was supposed to be and how my spirituality was supposed to be and just these rules and dogmas and boxes that's the, that people put you under, it's like, no, that's that's not the point. That's not the point. And yeah, just go get out. Like immediately when something is restricting and, and hinders you, Get the fuck out you know what i'm saying like literally like like skirt you know what i'm saying so literally and i agree once you like really let go and just like accept that you're different or your life's gonna be different or you're not supposed to be the same as everyone else which is very aquarius like and you know bringing astrology into us we're in the age of aquarius we have saturn in aquarius right now so we're going through a huge restructuring of how we do things, of how we live and just being ourselves and being authentic and being the individual that is the only one praising this one God. Like, that's okay if you're the only one praising that one God. Who the fuck cares? That God needs somebody to praise them in order to be a God. So, like, you know, and so definitely... From an Aquarius to the world, just do you. Like, not, don't stress about if you're doing something wrong, if you're doing something right, if you're supposed to be doing this or that. Like, just do what feels right, what is intuitively being called to you. Um, and there's no way you can be led astray if you're just following and doing what you want to do. I promise you that. Ashe. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else that you wanted to add. I'm trying to think. I'm at peace right now. I think I, I think we we have a lot of gems there, and it's beautiful. Um, yes. So it, it, we can continue on. I think it's a conversation um, of many layers. Uh, but, yeah, thank you for having me. Yes, no, thank you for being here. And I definitely because spirit really took over during that conversation. Like we had so many magical gems, like y'all better have been taking notes because the, <laughs> those are some powerful statements being said. Yeah. So and, I would love to have you back later yeah, on whenever yeah, you're ready. Definitely. And, and that's what I want to do. I want to have full space for, the, for that process, Brian, those conversations. I think that's, that's what we do as spiritual advisors. We, we make what's, what what's in front of people clears them right it's a mirror um and yeah so yes i speaking of mirror have you looked at human design i'm not really into it but i like the idea i guess um where basically we're all split into like these four different types or five different types 
of manifester, generator, projector, and reflector. Interesting. Um, I have not seen that model. What's it called? The, the it's human human design. Human so, design. Okay. Yeah. If you like Google it, you could probably find it's kind of it's based off of astrology, I believe, uh-huh. but kind of based on how energy flows through and within you. Mm-hmm. So if you're a manifester, you are constantly going, constantly creating, and need to really have that balance in order to keep creating. That's if you're a projector, you have to like constantly be like reflecting, making sure that you're projecting yourself and not others. Um, but the rarest kind out of the four is reflector. So they make up, I think it's either 1% or 0.1%, something like that. Um, And they are the people here just meant to just show and reflect back to people their desires, their shadows, and their um, differences, and basically are the reason that the world can keep changing and evolving because of the reflectors. Because I'm a reflector. That's why I'm asking, because you said mirror. So I'm wondering if you're a reflector as well. Um, So as a reflector, like I'm constantly, like I have to wait a lunar cycle to make decisions because and I need to constantly be cleansing because I can absorb a lot of energy um and the point of a reflector is that they don't have um a defined energy source Mm. so there's like when you look at the chart I'll like send you the website and stuff when you look at the chart if you have like a defined center or a few defined centers you have like defined points of where you can exert your energy and where you can focus your energy but for reflectors we don't have any so we're constantly kind of like in this journey of figuring out who we are while also making sure we're not absorbing other people's ideas of who we are wow or should be yeah um, that's some avatar shit i feel like we <laughs> we, we can like manipulate all the elements right like earth yes. air, fire water but it's truly centering like okay what is that we need right now what is not what is not mine i think yes. that's uh, that's a new one i love i love different ways of studying ourselves and i think that i'll definitely look into it yeah so the the little disclaimer and because like i haven't gotten into human design because of this claim I don't know if it's a rumor I don't know if it's actually I think it actually is a thing but apparently the person who made human design made it very white centered Mm -hmm. and very um you know heteronormative very white supremacist type of vibey I guess so that's why some people have kind of like completely just like no human design discredited it and such like that but I do think it can have uh kind of like just an uh, uh, added awareness if you know which kind you are because it does yeah. like it's pretty accurate it uses astrology as kind of its basis so it is accurate but I think the creator is just very you know like a JK Rowling vibe uh, like they created something magical but they are a horrible person like I think that's the vibe so yeah, yeah. but it's important I think that that those criticisms and and accountability are so important because it, it births something, but the origin is really, really dark and really, it's say, how do we, how, how do we do with that? You know, how, how yes. do we, um, what do we do with that information, right? Um, so it's important, it's important for, for it to be critical. Um, 
yeah that's yeah interesting 100%. yeah it's an interesting topic but i wonder if you're a reflector just because you said that mirror aspect and i'm like hmm i'll see i'll see interesting. No, I'll, I'll see <laughs> um but yeah i'll definitely look into it and i'll let you know i'll let you know yes definitely well all right well thank you again so much for this time and for being here no yes of course and thank you all for listening stay tuned for a part two at some point (laughs) bye